The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the life of media mogul Rupert Murdoch and the question of who will take his throne after he passes, uh, taking over his media empire, has become the inspiration for not only the hit series Succession, but also for author Paddy Manning, who wrote The Successor, The High Stakes Life of Lachlan Murdoch. And I'm joined on the line by Paddy now. Good morning. Uh, Good night here, Pat, actually, (laughs) in Sydney. A good night to you, then. Um, the the story of of the Murdoch family, I mean, it was an Australian story, which has become, I suppose, very much uh, a, U, a United States story via the UK. Um, what sort of upbringing did the Murdoch children have? Oh, it was an enchanted upbringing, mostly uh, for the three uh, children by Rupert Murdoch's second marriage to Anna, uh, which lasted for 30 years, and uh, he had... Uh, Elizabeth, uh, Lachlan, and James uh, with Anna. And, uh, and yeah, they grew up in New York, mostly in Manhattan. And, uh, and yeah, it was not just fabulous wealth and an apartment uh, right next to Central Park in Midtown there and the Guggenheim Museum across the road, but also with the most powerful people in New York coming over for dinner uh, coming through the apartment every night, you know. So uh, it was a unique upbringing for those uh, for those Murdoch uh, kids. Now, the political formation of the family, I mean, was Rupert Murdoch always inclined to the right wing uh, or did he just go where the market dragged him? I think uh, that's a kind of nuance. There's a nuanced answer to that, that... Um, I think a bit like his own father, Sir Keith, he, he was he was more left leaning as a young man and uh and in his early days after his his father Sir Keith's death in nineteen fifty two, uh when Rupert Murdoch at the age in his early twenties took over a small newspaper company in Adelaide, uh, in South Australia, um he was a you know a left-leaning newspaper proprietor he was campaigning on indigenous uh issues uh in the adelaide news back in the 50s uh he was supporting the very left-leaning whitlam government with his new paper the australian in uh 1972 uh the labor government um of Gough whitlam which so so, but I think what happened is that, um, like many people, as um, Rupert Murdoch grew, grew older, he got more conservative, and certainly I think through the 70s he became a, and his time in both London and in New York, he became a firm supporter of Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. So, uh, so, and I think he has embraced and remained kind of uh, ideologically committed, if you like, to a to a um, a free a free a, a neoliberal or free market kind of way view of the world, deregulation, uh, small government, uh, you know, low taxes. In the Murdoch's case, there's actually very often no taxes at all, um, and uh, and and he stayed that way. So when he's when he has backed left leaning governments like Tony Blair, Tony Blair's New Labour in in the nineties. Um, they were themselves very business friendly, and I think you know shared much of the um, ideological kind of uh, yeah views, if you like, um, of of Rupert and the and the Murdoch Empire more more broadly. Now, I mean, I think yep. they have certainly chased the market uh, by by 
by they they believe that the especially in the US most of the um, mainstream media skews um, to the liberal or small l liberal side of politics and that they have chased a market opportunity on the right and they've stayed wedded to that philosophy. Now Rupert Murdoch himself he is aging uh, he will as everyone inevitably does he will pass um, the succession Lachlan is running Fox now. Is he the inevitable successor or, you know, how will the spoils be divided and who will come out on top? Well, uh, Lachlan is undoubtedly the successor now. So of the three Murdoch kids, Elizabeth, Lachlan and James, who had worked inside the business uh, over the years, uh, Lachlan is kind of the last man standing. Uh, James Murdoch, the younger brother, uh, was for a while um, seen as the successor, but then was kind of uh, tarnished uh, through the phone hacking scandal. Um, and and at that point, Lachlan, who was working out, uh, you know, on his own uh, in Australia, um, was kind of coaxed back into the uh, coaxed back into the empire by Rupert and the and the board of um, then Fox. Uh, and yeah, so Lachlan now is the executive chairman and CEO of Fox Corporation, and is also co uh, non executive chairman of News Corp, which owns uh, the mainly the legacy newspaper businesses around the world. Uh, uh, but and he's been there since 2019. James is out of the business. Uh, Liz Murdoch uh, left the business uh, in the 90s. So she hasn't worked uh, for her father directly for uh, more than 20 years. So, so Lachlan is kind of the last man standing. But what's interesting, and what I was one of the things I was able to reveal in the book, is that there is, um, you know, a scenario that looms large over over both Rupert and Lachlan, uh, which is that once Rupert passes. Uh, the succession could again be up for grabs. The Murdoch family trust that controls the empire, both Fox and News Corporation, uh, will they will there will be uh, four votes uh, left of the Rupert's four eldest children, the three I've mentioned, plus Prue from his first marriage, and uh, Lachlan suddenly will be just one one vote out of four. Whereas at the moment, with Rupert's uh, four votes behind him. Uh, he he and Rupert can control the empire with five votes out of eight. So, not to confuse your listeners, but uh, but the once Rupert passes, the succession could well be up for grabs again. Mm. Now, you knew uh, Lachlan when you were working as a reporter. You knew the man. Uh, I mean, is he by conviction uh, a right wing ideologue or? Is he just going the way the wind blows? Because having been raised in New York, which is an incredibly liberal city, you'd imagine that a lot of this stuff um, would rub off on him, this liberality. Uh, in the same way as Donald Trump, of course, could have been a member of the Democratic Party, consorted with Democrats uh, until he saw his opportunity in on the Republican side. Yes, well, I think Lachlan, um, much like Rupert and also like his grandfather, um, Keith, has kind of gone through a, um, you know, political evolution or maturation, if you like. Um, uh, in his 20s, when he first came out to Australia after graduating with a philosophy degree from uh, Princeton, uh, he came out to Australia, he was anti-Pauline Hanson, and she's a sort of nativist, white um, supremacist, kind of uh, far-right politician in Australia. Um, and he was pro-Australia becoming an independent republic and rejecting the British monarchy. He was 
um, very open-minded, as you say, you know, cosmopolitan, kind of um, lots of gay mates and, you know, uh, spiky uh, tattoos and spiky hair. And uh, he was kind of cool. Um, but but he has certainly become more conservative as he grows older. He still insists that his politics are socially liberal and economically conservative. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, he has, you know, um, like Rupert, given a million dollars to the Senate leadership fund of, um, you know, the uh, Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell, who, as we know, is the, um, you know, architect um, more than anyone else of the conservative supermajority on the Supreme Court of the United States. And I, I don't see, you know, in a post Roe v. Wade world how you can possibly describe yourself as socially liberal, but also as a donor to Mitch McConnell. Now, uh, what is the attitude towards uh, Donald Trump now? Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, because a, a powerful newspaper and television group can simply uh, decide to do what I think in the business in the Sun in London they call a reverse ferret. They can actually just decide to do a U-turn and blank Donald Trump if they so choose and embrace one of the other contenders. Well, it's a vexed issue, Pat, because they have, in fact, the Murdochs have kind of tried to do that already. Uh, in the wake of the 2020 election, Rupert Murdoch himself at the News Corp annual meeting at the end of, uh, I think it was 2021, uh, told, you know, the Republican Party um, that, you know, they needed to move on from Trump. Uh, and uh, and they have all but endorsed uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, who's the you know chief um, rival to Trump in the 2024 um, presidential election um, on the you know conservative side, and uh, and yet Trump persists uh, as the front runner for the GOP nomination, and uh, and what we've just seen, I think, um, through the you know Dominion lawsuit that has just been settled by Fox um, for almost 800 million US dollars is is that it's actually something that Roger Ailes, the um, Fox News co-founder, originally warned Rupert Murdoch about Trump, uh, according to reporting by the Vanity Fair's um, uh, Gabriel Sherman, who wrote a biography of Ailes. And what he warned, he warned Rupert that if he wasn't careful in his coverage of Trump on Fox News, Trump would end up controlling the network by controlling the audience. And I think that's what we've just seen in the Dominion case, is that Fox, in the wake of the 2020 election, uh, because they had played a role in calling the election for Biden by effectively being the first network to declare um, Arizona, which is a swing state for, um, for the Biden campaign in 2020, on that, on that election night, and their audience revolted and just defected off to challenges on the right, like Newsmax and One American News Network. Um, what Fox did at that point was press the panic button and start to entertain some of the baseless um, conspiracy theories uh, that were emanating from the Trump campaign. And they did that even though they knew, Rupert Murdoch knew, Lachlan Murdoch knew, uh, all of the anchors agreed uh, that there was no evidence for these stolen election claims. And and so what you have is Trump, um, effectively the loyalty to Trump amongst Fox's audience has now um, 
overweight, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of the dominant factor. And they're not in control. Trump is in control, even though uh, he's facing multiple, you know, uh, legal yeah, uh, obstacles between now and the election. Mm-hmm. Well, Paddy, uh, the book is called The Successor, The High Stakes Life of Lachlan Murdoch, and it's written by uh, Paddy Manning. Paddy, thank you very much for joining us on the line. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.